Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. I'm your host, Melvin Slade, and I'm here till 9 a.m. I've got some of the best gospel music in the nation. Music to pray, honor, and to glorify our Lord and Savior. And I also have a word from the Lord. Nobody like it. Well, my brothers and sisters, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life, everlasting life, salvation. And there is no, no better love than that. Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. I'm your host, Brother Melvin Slade. I've got music and the Word of God to praise, honor, and glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, I have some of the latest gospel tracks from some of your favorite gospel artists, and I have a word from the Lord from guest speaker, evangelist Dr. J. Lewis Felton. 
pastor of the Mount Airy Church of God in Christ in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Dr. Felton will be leading the revival services March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Growing Valley Baptist Church right here in Lancaster, where Pastor Jacob Johnson is the host pastor. He will speak to us today as a guest of Pastor Johnson, and he will speak to us about the Psalms, the Holy Spirit, and other biblical benefits that help us keep our focus on Jesus. He'll be coming up in about 35 minutes. Right now, I've got more of that great gospel music. Here's Donald Lawrence featuring Yolanda Adams. Just want to encourage you, remind you the best is still yet to come. I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper, nothing harm you. And although you may think that your time has passed, God's only saving the best for last. Your future greater than your it when you say say it like yeah. and although you may think that your time has passed God's only saving the best for last your future greater than my sister Yolanda Adams
that, my friends, is from the Wild wow Gospel 2015 Disc 1. I've got more great music coming up for you. Here's Smokey Norfolk. No greater love. Do you mind if I testify? Tell you of the goodness of my Lord Share some of what he's done for me How he's opened up so many doors You may look at me from the outside And think I got here on my own But there's no way that you could ever know how much grace and mercy I've been shown Oh, if you look into my eyes, you see Life has tried to get the best of me But I know the giver of life personally He's the reason that I sing His name is Jesus And He loves me And I know this he died for me and he rescued me There's no greater love in the world His name is Jesus Yes, he loves me and I know this Cause he said it to me when he rescued me There's no greater love in the world Oh How he made a way for me If he hadn't loved me Through the mistakes that I made I just don't know where I would be oh, He showed me so much favor And now I understand amazing grace Through all of the pain, all of the shame I realize there is nothing that could take of me, but I know, I know the giver of life personally, he's the reason, he's the reason that I sing, oh, Jesus, yes he is, he loves me, he loves me, I know this, cause he died and he rescued me, no greater love in this world. Me. I know, I know. 
You're listening to Gospel for the Glory of Jesus, where we praise, honor, and glorify our Lord and Savior with the soulful witness of Christ each and every Sunday morning, right here from 7 until 9 a.m. on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. My brothers and sisters, the Growing Valley Baptist Church under the theme, A Community Seeking the Kingdom of God, Matthew 6.33, is having their 2015 Citywide Revival, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at 7 p.m. Evangelist Dr. J. Lewis Felton, pastor of the Mount Airy Church of God in Christ in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, will be the speaker each night, along with Bishop Henry Hearns, pastors Al Wilson, Alvin Hackett, and Lee Doris on Sunday night. Pastor Jerry Riddle Sr. will speak on discipleship on Monday, and Pastor Stan Collins will speak on stewardship on Tuesday. Pastor Jacob D.R. Johnson, pastor of the Goyne Valley Baptist Church, invite you and your family to come out to revive your spirit. Come, let's fellowship together and get a word from the Lord through God's anointed messengers. March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Citywide Revival at the Growing Valley Baptist Church. Now, the church is located at 44818 20th Street West in Lancaster. That's 44818 20th Street West. Remember the date. March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd for the Citywide Revival at the Growing Valley Baptist Church. You can get more directions and information by calling the church at 661-942-3722. That's 661-942-3722. Looking for a new car? Manager Deborah Smith invites you to come into Valley Auto Center on K and Sierra Highway in Lancaster to see their great selection of affordable pre-owned cars for sale. Most makes and models are under $99.95 and with Valley Auto Center's guaranteed credit approvals, you can get your credit approved on the spot. Guaranteed. Check out a video of cars Valley Auto Center has on sale right now at avapprovedcredit.com. Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, Malibus, Tahoes, Suburbans, Camrays, and more. That's avapprovedcredit.com. A Carfax vehicle history is available on all cars. Looking for some good transportation? Call manager Deborah Smith for an appointment to see their selection of good running and affordable pre-owned cars. Valley Auto Center is located at K and Sierra Highway in Lancaster. K and Sierra Highway in Lancaster. Call 661-951-1100 for your appointment. 661-951-1100. Call today. On March 22nd, Dr. Brooks, pastor of the Lighthouse Miracle Christian Center, will be in the studio with me to answer questions you may have on the Bible on the scriptures or on Jesus, or on just being a Christian. I would like for you to send me your questions today. I will get them to her so that she can answer the questions that are most important to you. Please send your questions for Dr. Brooks to gfgoj at aol.com. Dr. Brooks is a Christian counselor, a teacher, one of the speakers here on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus, and also pastor of the Lighthouse Miracle Christian Center. And she would love to answer your questions. So send us your questions to gfgoj at aol.com. That's G-F-G-O-J at A-O-L dot com. Dr. Brooks will answer your questions on March 22nd. Once again, that's March 22nd, so send us your questions as soon as you can. Here's Marvin Sapp. Yes, you can. Sing it. <laughs> Gotta sing it one more time. Yes. All that I'm weak, mm-hmm. but 
see, they thought that I would cry more. Zap from his latest CD, Yes You Can, on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. We've got pastor and evangelist Dr. J. Lewis Felton coming up in just a few minutes. Here's a track I really love. Eternal Life from that new CD, An Evening with the Legends of Quartet. We've got Percy Smith and Willie Rogers on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus, where you hear some of the best gospel music in the nation. Come on, clap your hands.
looking for eternal life. Eternal life. Anybody there? Eternal life. Are you working? Eternal life. Let me hear you. Eternal life. Clap your hands. Eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. I'm working for eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. Can I get with you? Yeah. Eternal life. Can I get with you? Yeah. Eternal life. Yes, sir. I'm working for eternal life, eternal life, sometimes, oh, sometimes, y'all, I'm working for eternal life, yes, I am, so come here, cuz, this is my first cousin, y'all, all right, cuz, let's sing like we just sang down in Virginia, yeah, Working, working, singing, praying yes, for my train fare back home. Eternal life. I know Eternal life. one of these old days. Eternal life. Singing days. Eternal yes, sir. Soon will be over. Eternal yes, sir. I don't know about you. Oh. Eternal life. But I'm looking for my home. Eternal life. Oh, I've got a mother. Eternal I got a father, got a mother, waiting for me. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, 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 Percy Smith and Willie Rogers, and that's from that uh, brand new CD. It just came out an evening with the Legends of Quartet, Eternal Life, on Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. I want to thank you for listening to Gospel for the Glory of Jesus. It is truly a pleasure and a blessing to be with you this morning in the spirit of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I love bringing you a special gospel mix of your favorite gospel artists. Now, Pastor Jacob Johnson, pastor of the Groin Valley Baptist Church, invite you to church today. Church services start at 11 a.m., and the church is located at 44818 20th Street West in Lancaster. Once again, that's 44818 20th Street West in Lancaster. I'll be back with more music and evangelist Dr. J. Lewis Felton right after this brief message from our sponsor. Looking for a new car? Manager Deborah Smith invites you to come into Valley Auto Center on K and Sierra Highway in Lancaster to see their great selection of affordable pre-owned cars for sale. Most makes and models are under $99.95 and with Valley Auto Center's guaranteed credit approvals, you can get your credit approved on the spot. Guaranteed. Check out a video of cars Valley Auto Center has on sale right now at avapprovedcredit.com. Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, Malibus, Tahoes, Suburbans, Camrays, and more. That's avapprovedcredit.com. A Carfax vehicle history is available on all cars. Looking for some good transportation? Call manager Deborah Smith for an appointment to see their selection of good running and affordable pre-owned cars. Valley Auto Center is located at K and Sierra Highway in Lancaster. K and Sierra Highway in Lancaster. Call 661-951-1100 for your appointment. 661-951-1100. Call today. My brothers and sisters, if you're stressing, this track is for you.
you keep telling God thank you, he's going to hear your cry. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Something about when you begin to think. Thank you. You got to say, Lord, Lord I thank I you. Thank you. When I think of his goodness. Karen Clark Sheard from her CD, Blessings. And that's off her uh, CD entitled All in One that came out in 2010. Well, my brothers and sisters, it is time for a word from the Lord. And our guest speaker today is Pastor Dr. J. Lewis Felton, pastor of the Mount Airy Church of God in Christ in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Dr. Felton will be the guest speaker each night at the uh, Citywide Revival at the Groin Valley Baptist Church, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at uh, the Groin Valley Baptist Church right here in Lancaster. He's going to be speaking along with Bishop Hearns and Pastors Al Wilson, Alvin Hackett, and Lee Doris on a Sunday night. That's March 1st. Pastor Jerry Riddle Sr. will speak on discipleship on Monday, and Pastor Stan Collins will speak on stewardship on Tuesday. Now, Pastor Jacob, D.R. Johnson, pastor of the Groin Valley Baptist Church invites you and your family to come out to revive your spirit. Come, he says, let's fellowship together and get a word from the Lord through God's anointed messengers. There's going to be a host of great pastors there preaching and teaching the word. It's time for a city-wide revival. Now, Pastor Dr. J. Lewis Felton is our guest speaker by way of a guest of Dr. J.R. Johnson of the Growing Valley Baptist Church. My brothers and sisters, I present to you evangelist and pastor, Dr. J. Lewis Felton. We want to talk with you for a few moments from this subject, the Believer's Benefit Package. Just look at somebody and tell them, I am a believer. Amen. If you are a believer, you automatically have the Believer's Benefit Package. Well, thanks be to God for that vast collection of writings that we know of as the Book of Psalms. For over 1,050 years are invested in the writing of the Book of Psalms. Uh, its first contributor is the great hymn writer of the kingdom by the name of Moses, who wrote the 90th Psalm, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. From everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. It is even in this 90th Psalm that Moses employed this concept of millennium to get a grasp upon how God mediates time and eternity. For he says in this psalm, a thousand years in thy sight are but as a day when it is past, or as a watch in the night. Moses teaches us in the 90th psalm, which chronologically is the first psalm, how that God uses hymns and psalms to engage in the teaching of our theological beliefs. Every song should be a teaching tool. Biblically, psalms are not for entertainment. 
but they are designed to educate the believer about what God has done in the history and life of the people of God and to acclimate them to where God is taking us. Because our Judeo-Christian heritage developed within an oral tradition. For many hundreds of years, there were no written documents or books in circulation, but the history of the people of Israel were circulated orally. And in being circulated orally, that is to say, they sang their history. And that is why a worship experience within the Jewish context of the development of faith often included hymns and psalms because when the people came together, they needed time to hear the story of the people sung out in the psalms and hymns of the faith. That is why the book of Psalms is so significant, even though it is the largest collection of writings in Scripture, it is also the most organized collection of writing in Scripture. For though there are 150 selections in the book of Psalms, there are only five divisions which correspond with the five books of the Pentateuch or the five books of Moses. The first book of Psalms, Psalm 1 through 41, has as its theme God's relationship with man. It begins with a hit, uh, Psalm number one, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night, and because his focus and meditation is in the right place, the Lord blesses him subconsciously as well as consciously. Because if his meditations are in the right place, he lies down thinking about the goodness of God. And then God wakes him up in the morning with his focus upon how God has kept him or her through the night. You do understand that God does more in us and through us subconsciously than he does consciously. And because God plants so much within us subconsciously, that is really where God prefers to do most of his work. Even when God saves us, he saves us more subconsciously than consciously. Because if God has not saved your subconscious being, he really hasn't saved you. To be saved is to have a spiritual transformation. And to have a spiritual transformation means that it's not a head thing anymore, it's not a knowledge thing anymore, but it is a relationship that begins deep within you. And because it is in the spirit that God does his work, because he is a spirit, and because he is a spirit, he wants to deal with spirits. God's not really interested in holding conversation with our flesh because flesh and spirit don't have good conversations. The flesh thinks on one level and the spirit thinks on a radically different one. The Bible says the flesh lusteth against the spirit. And the spirit, of course, has to resist or fight against the flesh. So when God talks to you, it is not your flesh that he wants. When he calls you, it is not your carnal being that he wants to have a conversation with. But he wants to wake up the spirit in you. And when the Spirit of God talks to the Spirit in you, a kinsmanship begins to develop. And when that happens, that's when God can say things to you in the Spirit that you would never receive in the flesh. Uh, this is what the Word of God has in mind when it says that we meditate in His law day and night. That is as much to say a 24-hour time of spiritual fellowship with God because God asks you to do some things in the Spirit that He knows you could only do through the power of the Holy Ghost. When God tells you to pray without ceasing, He knows He's not talking to your flesh because your flesh has to shut down sometime. Your flesh has to sleep sometime. Your flesh becomes exhausted. But isn't it amazing that your spirit never becomes exhausted? In fact, that's why the old saints used to say the Holy Ghost will wear out two or three bodies because he can get so involved in the spirit 
that he'll literally wear your body out. In fact, you can hold more in your spirit than you can your body. When God makes you pregnant in the spirit, he puts in you much more than you can comprehend in the flesh. That is why the Bible says here in Psalm 1 that this man or woman that meditates in God's law day and night, God has the ability to make them pregnant because he says he shall bring forth his fruit. Now, you can't bring forth fruit without a seed being planted. And when God plants a seed in a man, it's because the ground is fertile enough in a spiritual relationship that you can bring forth in the spirit what you cannot produce in the flesh. That is why he says he shall bring forth. That means he's going to have God's baby when the time is right. I wonder, have you ever had a baby for God? Do you sleep with God? Do you meditate in God's law? Do you lay your head upon his breast? Do you think upon his revelation? Because you can't have God's baby if you're sleeping with the enemy. So when you meditate subconsciously in the law of God, then God keeps something going in you 24 hours a day. Even while your flesh is asleep, the Holy Ghost keeps a prayer meeting going through the night. And that is why you can say, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. How did you keep your mind on Jesus while you were asleep? Well, it was the Holy Ghost in you keeping the pilot burning. You know, if you got a gas oven, you don't have to keep all the eyes on. You don't have to keep the oven on. You can shut everything off. But there's still a little fire call a pilot and even when you go to sleep at night God keeps a little something alive in you called the pilot and that's what the Holy Ghost is doing as you meditate subconsciously in his law day and night and when you wake up he turns the eyes on he turns the oven on and then praise begins to flow out of your being Yes, this subconscious relationship is what God really wants to nurture with us. And that is why we have such a great source of inspiration in the psalm because of the subconscious reasoning of this diversity of authors. If God can use Moses in Psalm 90, if he can use the sons of Korah or Asaph and Heman, if he can use David and Solomon for approximately two-thirds of the psalms, it is because he uses them in spite of themselves through what the Holy Spirit does in their subconscious being. Psalm 42 through 72 that focuses upon how Israel relates to God's sanctuary, his tabernacle, and its purpose. Psalm 73 through Psalm 89 about how God invests his word in his people. Psalm 90 through 106, how God takes the people of God through a faith pilgrimage to the place of developing them into the model nation he would have them to be. Psalm 107 through 150, which exalts in praise and ends by saying, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. How is it that God can make a demand not just on human beings, but anything in which he has invested breath to give him praise. Certainly you and I realize that God not only loves humans, but he actually does love animals. Uh, when God sent Noah to preach the gospel for 120 years and he never changed his text and he never got any members, but he did get some animals. And some people think that because Noah never took in any human members that his ministry must have been a success if you preach 120 years and you still got eight members. Some people consider that to be a failure. But I wouldn't call Noah a failure because he saved his family. And anybody that can save your family, you are a success. Yes, God gave Moses more animal members than human members because the animals seem to have been better able to relate to God. And sometimes, strangely, animals seem to hear God better than people. 
you remember when the tsunami hit several years back, human beings were still trying to get their suntan on the beach, but animals were heading for the hills. Uh, they knew that God was getting ready to ride. They knew that the waters were getting ready to inundate the place. Nobody had to tell any animals to find higher ground, but it was the dumb humans who were still lingering at the beach. Now, you don't have to say amen to that. Just say, hmm. Uh, it isn't it amazing how that sometimes God gets a better response from animals than humans? Uh, this is why when we observe how God ministers in this book of praise called the psalm, he expects animals to give him as much reverence as humans. Everything that God made, he demands that it render unto him glory. God expects even inanimate objects to praise and worship him. Who else but Jesus would demonstrate this in that Jesus didn't just talk to people, but Jesus talked to things. In fact, Jesus would even hold a conversation with a tree, having seen a fig tree in the distance. He found it necessary to expect some fruit from the tree, but he realized that the tree was advertising, but it didn't have any goods to back up the marketing. The tree had leaves, but no fruit. Certainly, when the world looks at the church, they see our leaves. But when they come inside, they expect our fruit. When they see our fine buildings and manicured lawns, when they see our signs and they see our labels about how Baptist we are or how Methodist we are or about how Pentecostal we are, but when they come inside and find only leaves and no fruit, they become disappointed. Jesus, having seen the leaves of the fig tree, said, I ought to talk to this tree. And what he said to the tree, no man eat any fruit of you. He literally cursed the tree until it died. And it seems to be because he had some unfinished business with the fig tree anyway. Jesus is considered biblically as the second Adam. Uh, the first Adam had a problem with the fig tree because after he had sinned, God took the leaves of the tree where he was eating and sewed them together and made him aprons. I don't know why people called that thing in a man's throat an Adam's apple because if he had been eating an apple, why didn't God sew apple leaves together? Hmm. But because he was at the fig tree, God took the leaves from the tree where he was eating and sewed together an apron for Adam and Eve. And because Jesus knew that the fig tree messed up the first Adam, Jesus seemed to say, I'm going to mess you up because I'm the second Adam. And he said to the fig tree, nobody shall ever eat any fruit of you again. And by the time he came back by, the tree was already withering and dying. Jesus would hold conversations with inanimate objects. Jesus would talk to wind. Jesus would talk to waves. Jesus would talk to water. In fact, Jesus would even engage in conversation with rocks. For when people refused to glorify him as he came into the city of Jerusalem, uh, he said, I'd just as well be talking to the rocks because if these hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. The fact of the matter is, God often finds it necessary to glean praise from unexpected places. Sometimes we get too busy to give God praise. Uh, we praise ourselves, we praise our things, we celebrate who we are and what we have accomplished. We can go and praise men who can take a piece of pig skin and hold us at a game for four and five hours. Even at the Super Bowl, the power went out and people were still there waiting for the lights to come back on. Isn't it amazing how big grown men would scream and holler at a game, but you can't hardly get them to say, thank you, Jesus, at a church. Sometimes God has to glean praise from unexpected places. This is really what we find in Psalm, that wherever God has to go to get praise, he'll go there. 
Now, he doesn't want to have to company with animals. He doesn't want to have to get with inanimate objects. But if humans lose their focus and their capacity to hold God within their meditation, then God has to go somewhere else to get some praise. He wants to inhabit the praise of his people. But if people won't praise him, God will find something that will. Uh, yes, this is why we find David reaching a place in his life where he is controlled by the power of the Holy Spirit. And out of him comes something. This isn't a conscious statement, but it is rather a subconscious revelation. If it were a conscious statement that comes from a carnal man or woman, the statement would be, Lord, bless me. But because it is a subconscious revelation that comes through the influence of the Holy Spirit, it takes a Lord bless me and turns it around and says, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. How is it that a person can be so transformed by God that they stop asking God for blessings and just say, Lord, I want to give you some blessings. Not only do I want to bless you, but I want to make a commitment that I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And whenever a person gets to the point of blessing the Lord, then you set yourself up for being blessed because God has too much class to let you bless him and he doesn't bless you back. Yes, the writer says in Psalm 68, 19, a messianic psalm, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Obviously, this is a spiritual revelation because there are so many people that allow Satan to discourage them into believing that they have nothing to be thankful for, that they are behind, that they are dispossessed, that God has something against them because somebody else has a bigger car than I do. Somebody else has a bigger check than I have. Somebody else lives in a bigger house than I live in. Some people feel almost bit on keeping up with the Joneses. Mind you, they don't know what the Joneses are struggling with. They don't know how they are trying to make ends meet. They don't know how they are staying up in wee hours of the morning trying to maintain an image. But some people are more impressed with things than they are with people. In fact, some people love things more than people. Some people get along with things better than people. Now, that's one reason why cell phones have become such a runaway hit because when you got a cell phone, you ain't got to talk before you can text them. Some people don't want to be bothered with you anyway. They want to hit and run. They want to leave you a message and then get out of the way. But you understand, our faith is about people. It's about love one another. That's people. It's about bear one another's burden that's people it's about forgive one another that's people it's about forbear one another that's putting up with people if you can't get along with people this is the wrong business for you i want to thank evangelist dr j lewis felton pastor of the mount airy church of god in christ in philadelphia pennsylvania for bringing us a word from the Lord today. My brothers and sisters, if you'd like to hear more of evangelist Dr. J. Lewis Felton, then you must attend the Citywide Revival, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Growing Valley Baptist Church. Plan to come out. It starts at 7 p.m. March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. The Citywide Revival at the Growing Valley Church is going to be at 44818. 20 Street West in Lancaster. That's the address of the Growing Valley Baptist Church. 44818 20th Street West in Lancaster. If you want more information on it, just call 661-942-3722. That's 661-942-3722. Now we're going to get right back to the music.
Ain't nobody crying 